from legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode or go to ipswichtoday.com.au. Coming up, Mayor responds to criticism over massive cost increase to rebuild Ipswich Central Cinemas. Springfield Central Library's six-figure rent prompts a rethink. Ipswich planning scheme draft out for comment. Flood buybacks ramp up. And the wanless call-in decision delayed. Mayor Teresa Harding joins the show after the May 25 meeting of Council. It's Friday, May 26, 2023, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. Thank you for speaking with Ipswich Today, Mayor Harding. My pleasure, and hello to listeners. Let's move straight to the beginning of the meeting and that very moving condolence motion to John Walker, which included a poem penned by John. Here's the poem from the council meeting. A special brood of men are they who go below day after day, where there's no sun shining bright and only flickering flames for light. In heat and dust they gave their whole, yet midst the dangers mind the coal. Kindred souls are those who toil far beneath the sun and soil, with perils always at their gate and lives held in the hand of fate. They worked with father, brother, son, and by their might the coal was won. Their mining days are now long past, and those who toiled have worked their last. No prize remains for them to win, no coal to mine through thick and thin. Gone their working days once blessed, and them to their eternal rest. Mayor, John Walker was very well known across the city, including his unbelievable work with organisations like uh, Habitat for Humanity. He was, um, and also obviously with, uh, you know, the the Coal Mining Association as well, uh, with his local church, with Rotary, um, just a terrific, wonderful man and a beautiful family. Well, let's get into the council meeting, the the cost blowout for the cinemas on the corner of Brisbane and Ellenborough Street. Why so costly? Uh, the council officer was trying to explain what was happening in the meeting held on May 11. Can you help clarify what, what's happened? Yeah, sure. Um, look, I just want to say, of course, that it's quite disappointing news for all of us to hear about the extent of the mould in the venue building, uh, although it's probably not surprising given the building has been sitting there abandoned for, for many, many years. Um, so no matter what construction plans are in place, um, the mould is there and it's an issue that we have to resolve. So this is something that this council inherited and so we need to deal with it. So the venue building isn't just only to house a new cinema, whilst there'll be a six-screen cinema there. Upstairs, there's also space for additional entertainment and dining facilities, as well as downstairs, there'll be also um, another number lot of areas that'll have dining and entertainment precincts as well. I guess for people who've been following this since Council purchased the initial mm. Ipswich City Square shopping centre for about $45 million, the, the cost of this corner is, is, is going to be more than that. Yeah, look, I, I, I look, listened back to Minister Bark Bailey talking about Cross River Rail, and I think he made some comment about you'd have to be living under a rock not to know that the cost of construction has gone up. And the um, Australian government also did a review earlier this year into the increased cost of construction as well. Um, look, I don't want to bang on about the past, but I guess in moving forward, it, it, it is a 
the, the building um, is something that the people of Ipswich do want to proceed with. It is something that, you know, we inherited. It was already contracted and we need to make sure that the building is safe. As the landlord, it does need to have the mould removed um, and it's extensive. It is in the wall cavities as well as in the air conditioning. What council's also doing um, is it's not just the, you know, obviously Hort's will be paying for the fit out, but along the top there, there'll be other dining and um, retail precincts as well as at the bottom floor as well. There'll be eight or nine uh, retail or entertainment areas underneath as well as uh, an open um, civic plaza as well, which will have a, obviously be undercover. So we'll have some drawings to come to people, but it's just, it's one of those really sad things. People, it's, it's very difficult. The cost of living is, uh, is, is quite difficult for many people. This was a very difficult decision, um, but we've made a decision as a council to be open and very transparent um, with the people of Ipswich uh, with the costs and, and how that money is going to be spent for the benefit of the people of Ipswich. Well, there's no doubt that council will be very much looking at the here and now. Can mm. we just talk about the future a little bit? Yes. Uh, is any planning being done for when the time would be right for council to sell those commercial properties? Absolutely. One of the things we first did was we sat with the councils that we brought in Queensland Treasury Corp. Um, they are the only place where council can um, borrow money, but also they have incredible international expertise there. So they've given us a lot of support, I think, because of what happened to our council. They've been incredibly uh, fantastic and generous and, and done that for us. So one of the things we have modelled is where would be the, that sweet spot. But what's really important is that this work does need to be completed. Uh, we do need to have it tenanted. Uh, we know when Greg Chimelo was administrator that he did try to sell it and there were no takers. You know, so this is the this is what we've inherited and we're it's it's not easy, Alan, and we are trying to do the very best we can for the people of Ipswich. Um, and that is build this civic heart back to where uh, to be back better than ever it was. Um, our population is growing, so we know that it will handle uh, the number of people, um, you know, and the cinemas and the outlets there as well, in, with their, throughout the top of town as well as Riverlink. On to other items, uh, mm. this month's ordinary meeting of council, the Springfield Central Library lease. I did not know what the lease price was until reading this report. Uh, when you were first elected, did it shock you the lease was about 600000 a year? Yes, so I probably found out about a month in to the role when we were looking at the libraries. Obviously, we are opening up a new library in Rosewood and the Central Library, so we looked at the, the libraries and what our library plan is, and you could have knocked me down with a feather. Um, it is obviously pr in a prime retail uh, area, it being in Orion Shopping Centre, and it's very, very um, busy as well. So we certainly have grown out of that there. Are there any other options being explored down the track after this new lease for Council to own its own library to service that region? Yeah, so I don't know if you know the big playground that's there um, just outside on the southern side of, of yes, the uh, I, shopping centre. I believe that's where a library was going to go. What what happened yeah. there? So council owned that land. So at the moment there's a playground there. So um, there's still those plans for that library, but there while we're building that, we also want to see what else is what else is, is needed there as well. So do you do a community centre as well, um, and so on. So. That is something that we'll be um, looking at. It is something that we have been looking at and it's certainly upcoming in our future budgets for us to assess what we do there. Um, this lease that we've signed is for five years. That so does give, give us a few years to work out the plans. We do know that the population growth in Springfield is pretty much bang on what was planned back in the 90s. So that gives us some confidence in what we need for the, uh, for the community there. The new Ipswich planning scheme draft is out for comment and it was great to see senior council officers uh, speaking with the public at the Ipswich show. 
How important is it for residents to have their say about a planning scheme? Look, Alan, it is incredibly important for residents to have their say. Um, the Ipswich Plan for 2024 is the new planning scheme that we that is in draft. The community consultation is open until the 16th of July, and I can't stress enough the importance of residents to provide feedback. We've certainly been working on this um, for the last two and a half years as councillors and, and council officers and, and experts to get that mix right for our residents. But um, we just need people to let us, let us know what, what their expectations are and what their service levels are so we know what needs to be built where. I guess a planning scheme is a bit dry for <laughs> the average resident until something is built nearby they don't like. So, yes, we, we hear your message. Anybody who's remotely inter- interested should should check out the uh, draft planning scheme for comment. Let's move on to the CEO report uh, at the council meeting. It's more than a year since not one but two floods affected the city and we still see work continuing on council-owned uh, property. Have you got a final tally on, on the damage bill? Oh, we don't have a complete... Um Completely locked in. We have an estimate there. Um, look, we think it'll be about $115 million in, in total for council-owned assets. Uh, we have spent $40 million to date in fixing up um, parks and clubhouses and so on. Um, we estimate that the next financial will be about $75 million. What remains to be done? Look, a lot of work still, well, obviously, Colleges Crossing and River Heart Parklands. We have a lot of clubhouses that still need to be done, um, as well as other parks as well. So we, we're going through consistently and uh, we obviously are contracting most of the work in, and so it depends on the supplies. But um, look, Colleges Crossing and River Heart Parkland won't be finished probably till the end of next year, uh, whereas most of the other works will be finished by the middle of next year. The Resilient Homes Fund and the flood buybacks uh, is continuing along in the background there. What are the latest numbers across Ipswich? Look, in total, 21 demolitions are now complete. We have another 38 scheduled. And we also have 60 contracts that have been settled as well, so they will move to the demolition phase. And we have a, a, in total 87 contracts that have been executed by the homeowner. So the Queensland Reconstruction Authority have done great work in um, you know, working through those 224 households who would like a buyback. It's the first time we've uh, caught up since the court decision on the uh, state government call-in of the Wanless Recycling Development proposed for Ebenezer. Firstly, could you explain briefly a little more what council was seeking and what are the implications of the court decision? Yeah, so in September 21, council made the decision uh, when Wanless put forward a DA for landfill and recycling. We approved the recycling, but not the landfill and that, that a new rubbish pile. We already taken 42% of the state's waste and we thought it was unnecessary and we had, had a whole lot of other reasons as well. Um, Wanless appealed that, but in the meantime, the um, Jeopardy Premier, who's the planning minister, did what's called a call-in. Uh, it's very unusual to do that. Uh, the call-in means that the Deputy Premier gets to make the decision and there's no appeal on that particular decision. Um, so council, uh, a number of other um, waste companies actually, as well as community residents, um, put in a judicial review to say, hey, was that appropriate and can that happen? And that came back that it was entirely appropriate and the and so we actually lost that. And um, so the Deputy Premier is entitled to make that decision. And look, overnight he sent us a letter t- telling us that he's extending his decision um, period to the 21st of June. So obviously sometime between now and the 21st of June he will make his decision and that decision will be final. So whether we get um, a recycling park there or whether we get another rubbish pile, another landfill in a city that already takes in most of the state's waste um, and it's also the fastest growing city in Queensland where we have more and more people moving here, 
Um, we'll wait to see. I was going to ask where to from here, but it seems <laughs> by what you're saying, all appeals have been exhausted and it's really now up to the Minister to make a decision. It really is. I mean, it'll be up to the, the Minister to make the decision. We'll leave it there, Mayor Harding. Thank you so much for speaking with Ipswich today. Thank you, Alan, and thank you to the listeners. And that's it for this episode. Don't forget to look for handy links in the show notes. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is also listener-supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au and click the Donate button on the homepage to make a payment through PayPal. Follow and stream this podcast from your favourite app, including iHeartRadio and Amazon Music. Or play Ipswich Today on smart speakers. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thank you for listening. Enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.